You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Fiery ring. Bowed by wild desire. Was he drunk when he was singing that uh, song? He always, Johnny Cash always sound fucking drunk. That's a good point. Always. Only reason I'm thinking about that is because Jeff has his Johnny Cash full song. Oh, shit. Trip. I just noticed it. Did you get that from the official Johnny Cash Museum in Nashville, Tennessee? Did you, uh, pennies. Did you, pay, <laughs> did you pay cash for it? Oh, <laughs> Want 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 want? You had to. is not like his name was Johnny Credit. <laughs> that's that's gonna be my Johnny Cash cover band. Is Johnny Credit? Johnny Credit. I like that. <laughs> Hello. Sounds like a Keanu Reeves movie. Johnny Credit. <laughs> Johnny Credit. The sequel to Johnny Mnemonic, <laughs> which was a classic. Have you ever seen Johnny? I have Mnemonic? never seen Johnny Mnemonic. Did you see what the the draft house is doing to lead up to the release of the Key and Peele movie Keanu? They're doing like a bunch of Keanu Reeves movies, <laughs> yes. right? Yes, it's great. They had isn't them it in. like what is it like all the Matrix? movies it's no it's the matrix they did speed mm. i think they're gonna do like the lake house Ooh, i really should have adjusted the height of this mic before we got going you should have now you've got to lean over you know what i'm just gonna let it ride <laughs> you, are you sure i can deal it's a hell of a gamble Joel. I, can, I can handle yeah look i feel like larry king now all i need are suspenders you, you look like larry and king. a wife that's a quarter of my you age you need a wife well i hear you're working on that one. Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I have only myself to blame because I said the W word. That's right. And uh, brought it up. My wife. My wife. <laughs> so thank you. First off, thank you for coming out to uh, the birthday thing. Oh, no worry. It was so much weekend. fun. I feel yeah. honored that uh, I was among an elite few. Yeah. With basically w- the people that didn't have other plans. No, that's, that's <laughs> not quite how it worked. But uh, no, it was really cool to have you guys out there. Yeah. Um, thank you for picking up the tab because that wasn't the, the deal. Well, when you don't bring a present. It's kind of uh, it's de rigueur, as they say. I have to I have to do do something. We we did bring a card though. That, yeah, that I and then, then you stepped, stepped on. on. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, that was me the who card stepped on it to to Sarah, and it's got a footprint on it. It's like oh wow, who that stepped on it? That wasn't I don't know, but was I, like, it me? I play, it could have been any number of people who excused themselves to go to the bathroom during that meal. And walked around you. It uh, walked. So it around. wasn't me. So it's probably. What, is that dirty? No walk because it was a, walk, a Chinese place. We had to walk. Yeah. Walk, walk this way. way. <laughs> Dog this way. Oh, just give me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like our our chef didn't appreciate the fact that we weren't like watching him eagle-eyed the entire time. He he seemed a little perturbed. <laughs> he, he started with his whole dog and pony show at the beginning. With yes. the <laughs> and then we started talking, and he was just like, fuck it, these are men. That's kind of what it was. He was angry. <laughs> I'm an angry cook. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why. Well, it's, it's refreshing that you're um, being racially insensitive <laughs> and not me. Usually the, the <laughs> tables are turned. Usually the That's right. The, mm-hmm. the shoe's on the other foot, as they say. <laughs> But we have no left. And then feet. that foot steps on my. <laughs> and car. then, well, no, and then that foot gets taken off because of diabetes. Oh god, it, it gets god. removed. Well, I'm diabetic. I it's can all make that, that MSG. Joke. Yeah, MSG. Yeah, Madison you know Square Garden. No. 
<laughs> what? That's not what you're talking about? This is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Uh, sometimes they're bad movies. Mm. Sometimes they're good movies. Whatever the case may be, every week we will watch a movie and uh, then come back here to this forum and dissect it, talk about it, think about things that it could have done better, whatever. Uh, we'll talk about it with each other and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners who are invited to talk back. Join the conversation on Facebook. Put the Editing Bay in your search bar. Find the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us where you could talk back to us, obviously not in real time, but it might feel like it, mm. because sometimes we try to respond. Time's all relative. <laughs> but, yeah, that's right. Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, it's a Doctor Who reference. No, I get that. Did you get that? Sadly, yeah. Oh, sadly? What the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not a, Jeff's like, not a Doctor Who fan. Wow. I've, I've seen the pilot episode like five times. And like uh, from the, the 50s, the 60s? No, 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 the, the reboot. The Eccleston From one. 10 years ago or the so. The Eccleston and I was one. like, all right, I get it, but... I was never uh, didn't, didn't didn't do it for me. Yeah, didn't flip my cookie. Maybe you should try watching it when you're high, because <laughs> I hear that if you're high, it makes everything better. Well, on 420, Joe, that everything <laughs> gets watched while I'm high. Well, and that is today. That's when this episode should be released. Hey, happy 420, 420. everybody! We are recording it on uh, on 419, mm-hmm. but uh, before 20. Uh, and in honor of that, what are we watching? Uh, we're doing a little a little stoner movie. There are many to choose from. The easy choice would have been... <laughs> there are many stoner movies! <laughs> but this one is mine. <laughs> uh, this one is not mine, actually. Half-Baked would be my, my favorite stoner movie. It is not a good film, Half-Baked. Half-Baked? Uh, and it would have been easy to shit on that one, but it's still kind of fun, and it wasn't trying to do anything big. Yeah. Uh, this movie that we're talking about had, had a bigger budget, had some recognizable names, mm-hmm. maybe kind of catapulted the careers of, uh, of several of its stars. It, it had some grand Killed ambitions. Killed some others. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, in the name of Rosie Perez, which we'll get to later. But the film was uh, Pineapple Express Pineapple from 2008. Express. Uh, ironically, mm. today, as we're recording this, yes. James Franco's 38th birthday. You're kidding. Not <gasps> kidding at all. We're the same age as James Franco. No wonder I've, I feel a kindred spirit with him. <laughs> I love that guy. Of course. He's he so likable. He, Who doesn't he's like? He's kind of likable. And um, not to give too much away at the beginning of this podcast, but mm-hmm. like this movie mm. <laughs> makes you f- makes it feel like he's the most likable guy. Oh, I know. You feel sorry for him. Um, All he wants is a friend, Joe. He does want a friend, and mm-hmm. he and he should have one. He deserves a friend because mm-hmm. he's a good buddy. Yeah. Um, he puts the bud in buddy. I have to. <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> I uh, I have to admit that when I first saw this movie in the theater, yeah. Oh, like it made me laugh. Yes, but I had no desire ever to see it again. No, I didn't. I kind of felt like. Eh. Whatever. Saw it it on, is what it is. Saw it on DVD immediately upon its release because uh, I wanted to see what all the hype was about. Uh-huh. I enjoy a good stoner movie every now and then. And, and uh, let's see what these these guys, these chuckleheads have to say. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and yes, was underwhelmed. Yeah. But maybe my expectations, not that I should have gone in with low expectations, just different expectations. I, I agree. Okay. Because upon watching it now a second time. Yeah. I fucking loved this movie. You know why? I think it took me a while to get accustomed to their style of humor. They don't make traditional films. There's a, they encourage a lot of ad-libbing, a lot yes. of, uh, uh, what's, a, what's a synonym for Riffing. ad-libbing? Riffing, thank you, on set. And they'll just throw those takes in regardless of the, the script. Oh, yeah. Like, we're just going to stop down for a little bit and let these guys banter back and forth, throw some one-liners out, <laughs> yes. and then we'll get back to the story. And I just wasn't... Uh, wasn't accustomed to that that type of uh, film. Right. And now that you've had some time to grow accustomed to it, mm-hmm. it kind of feels natural now. Like yeah. you come back to this movie and you feel like now you're coming back to it in a familiar place. Yes. Uh to me it totally reads almost almost 100% better than it did the first time around. Like, I, I I agree. I had such a fun time watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's 
There, there, there's so much. I mean, there are things that I could tear apart still. Well, we will. Uh, and and I think that it would start with just the opening of this movie, mm-hmm. where I didn't know if it was deliberate or not, but like this movie opens up almost exactly like Spies Like Us from the 80s, <laughs> where you've got a couple of government spooks that drive to a secret location. That's right. And then go deep underground. Uh, think about and, that. Like, they, they, they're, they're setting up like the plot of the entire movie after that. I love that weed is set up in this movie as like this experimental thing that the military <laughs> yeah. with fucking Bill Hader. <laughs> and to me, Bill Hader is one of those performers that like can do no wrong. I almost love him in, I have to say, almost everything. I, I haven't seen everything he's done, but I love the Joe, dude. he just, all he has to do is appear on screen. He doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't have to be making a face or anything. And I, I, I started laughing. I started laughing because <laughs> I know, oh, we're going to get some Bill Haters. Yeah. Oh, yes. And I love when he asked him the question. He's like, so when what do you think of when you think of your supervisors or your superiors? And he just starts, like, riffing jazz. And the guy's like, so what? And he keeps interrupting him. Dude, I'm in my office. Like, this is one of the few times that I was able to, like, in, and it took five hours to watch this two-hour movie. Oh, my God. But because I, I, got keep, I had to Because keep, I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. We're going to come back to that here in just a little bit. Oh, uh, Afro Man. But uh, not just not Afro Man, but specifically Kevin Smith. Mm. Um, but no, I'm in my office and I was laughing my fucking <laughs> balls off at yeah. just this Bill Hader bit. Yes. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a cool way, although I feel like maybe a little... A little unnecessary. Oh, absolutely. To yeah. set it up this way, I get the whole reason for that first scene is to is to build and explain where they're at at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the underground, like, where he's like El Dorado and right. he sees like all the weed and stuff. Uh, but other than that, it felt like wow, you could have completely cut that out. There's no reason that this comedy had to be almost two hours long. It is kind of okay. Well, that's my next question. Did you watch the unrated version? Of no, this? I think I watched the rated version. Okay, so there's like there's some differences that there's apparently like five six minutes difference between the two, with the unrated one being longer, obviously. Uh, so I don't recall whether I saw the unrated one before, but that's the one I watched because I was like, damn it, I want to see. Because when you when you see unrated, it's kind of it's it's a synonym for director's cut nowadays, yeah. right? Like this is what we wanted to do. And then the MPAA forced us to cut some stuff out. Right. What did you see that was different from the original? I have release? no idea. <laughs> because I remember, I remember. Well, here, here's one thing, and we'll get to. This is my major gripe of this film. It, 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 it's funny. A lot of stuff to like about it. It's lighthearted, but it's so fucking violent, Joe. Oh, that God, was yes. my first. Oh yeah. And, and and that's what contributed to my my unenjoyment of it uh, on upon first viewing. I was like, this is way too violent than it has to be. Uh-huh. It, it it didn't feel like it fit in its own world. Like it wanted to be. Well, because a the slapstick comedy, because the movie switches, mm-hmm, yeah. it switches tone, yeah. Um, maybe without realizing quite so dramatically, yeah. But it really switches tone about a quarter of the way through it. I I say anytime we're with uh, um, what's the boss's name from Office Space? Oh, Who Ted. Plays? Yeah, Ted with Jones. Ted Jones. Ted Jones. Gary Cole. I know Ted Jones. I, love I mean, Gary. I know Ted Jones. I love Gary Cole in this movie. He's great. He's so good. He's so good. And but, he has, speaking of riffing, mm-hmm. he has that one bit with Rosie Perez where they have like this scene that's just kind of setting up what's going to happen later in the film where he's like, well, we're going to take them all out. Oh, right. And then he looks at her and he goes, so smile. Yeah. And you could tell like the, this was like. It was an outtake. It was an outtake. And he's like, go ahead. Say something in Spanish. <laughs> and she just starts <laughs> she hitting him. him. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Oh my god, that's totally not that was totally not written in the script. No, but unfortunately, that's the exception that proves the rule because every other scene they have together like feels like it's out of another movie. Yeah, I, I think Rosie Perez was miscast in this. I think he's fine, but I think they specifically t- chose that one take because it was the only take where. It kind of softened her up. Inject a little, a little bit of humor, yeah. yeah. Instead of just making them be so mean and well, he's uh, funny. I mean, he goes off on the phone with the the leader of the Asian gang. Yeah, yeah. so he's carrying his weight comedy wise. But no, I agree. It's she's Perez. she's just a little. I don't. I don't I thought, I've, I've never liked Rosie Perez. I thought you said George Perez. I'm like <laughs> the artist that did the Avengers <laughs> and Justice League. What? I don't even know that person. I uh, I I am hard pressed to think of something that Rosie Perez was in that I really enjoyed. Like, I'm thinking, White Man, White man Ch- Can't, can't jump. jump. I didn't like her in that. Nope. Uh, wasn't she in Untamed Heart? She played uh, Marissa Tomei's friend. Oh, gosh. Or really? something. Like, yeah, she was Marissa Tomei. Is that where Tomei's... Marissa Tomei learned to do that accent from My Cousin Vinny? No, I think it was My Cousin Vinny was where she learned how to do that accent. Oh, good call. Because that was her first movie. Was that, that her was... first film? Yeah, My Marissa Cousin to... Vinny was her debut. Oh, that's right, because that was the controversy that, yeah, she, that won she, she won the Best Supporting Actress. Who was supposed to win that year instead? What's the story of who was supposed to win mm, that year? Helen Mirren. No. I love Helen Mirren. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, somebody was robbed. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to do I I mean Marissa Tomei's performance in My Cousin Vinny's good. It's really good, but it, and if it was legit, it's one of those things that proves what we've said over and over again that you see a lot of first-time Oscar winners yeah. cuz people don't have any kind of reference. They can't gauge. All right. Well, no, this is a stretch from what they can do. You know, um, I think we look at this year's Oscars, and you have um, uh, Envy Adams. Of, oh uh, yeah, uh, what's her name? Uh, 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 yes. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Brie Larson Thank winning you. the Oscar. I think that's excellent. Yes, that's a she's good choice because we've seen what she's done over mm-hmm. the years, and what she does in Room, even though I haven't seen it, looks like a hell of a stretch. Yeah. from what she's done in like that that Miles Teller movie that she was in. Yes, uh, mm. wasn't what didn't she play the sister in Don John with? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yes, she did. Yeah, wait, she, wait. I think she did. Mm, no, but I remember her playing the sister in, what's the latest Judd Apatow movie? Trainwreck. Trainwreck. She was Amy Schumer's sister that. in Trainwreck. And she's, she's great in that. She just yeah. has she, a very minor role. But she, uh, she kind of fit a certain thing, though. Like, the few minor roles that I've seen, she kind of fits, like, a certain character. And, you know, then you've got her performance in Scott Pilgrim, yeah. which was a little different and over the top. <laughs> I love it. Really good. Uh, very stylized, but you could tell that Edgar Wright like directs his movies and directs his actors within an inch of their life. Oh like, yeah, this is what he I want. Them. This is my vision. I have a very deliberate reason why you're doing this or mm-hmm. doing that. Uh, so all of this, I've gone off on this complete tangent, but you know because we're talking about Marissa Tomei, yeah. I, I just get upset. I get upset when I see these first time Oscar winners and they don't really pull their weight after that. Like yeah, who's like, uh, who's what? who's the chick? Uh, something Jones, Jessica Jones, Felicity Jones, Felicity Jones, Jennifer Jones. Was it Felicity Jones? No. Am I thinking of Precious? Precious? No. Somebody won an Oscar and like we haven't heard from her since. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Who was on American Idol? Yes. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Where was I? Wh- what was happening with my brain? I don't know, man. Because I got high. Because I, I got, got high. high. So let's get high. back to Pineapple da, 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 Express. Da, 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 da. Uh, go. Go. Did we go, need go. seven examples of Seth Rogen serving papers to people? No, yeah, to I set know. up what it is that he does for a living. No, we get it. We've like all these, seen it before. And, and guys, I know this is like really nitpicky stuff, but these are the notes that I took. <laughs> but but yeah, like we open this movie and it's like a ten minute title sequence, right? And it's Seth Rogen smoking in his car, talking to a Calling guy on the in, radio, uh, talk radio, yeah, and like serving people papers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is going on way too fucking long. 
Uh, but I do love some of the rants that he goes on. He's like, you know, if, if weed isn't made legal in like five years, right. my faith in humanity is gone. It makes food taste better. It makes music sound better. It makes sex, sex feel better. better. It makes shitty movies better. <laughs> Uh, which we may know a little something about here yeah. on the editing bay. Made this one better. Uh, <laughs> were, did you did you partake while no, you were watching this movie? No, no, I didn't. Because um, I, I I like to I like to stay sober, Joe. When we're uh, when we're Since researching, when? I consider this this uh, I take this. this we're doing seriously. we're doing serious work. We're archiving. <laughs> That's right. Years, decades, maybe maybe centuries. Millions of years from now, exactly. They're going to dig up this podcast yeah. and they're going to think that we're actually some legit source of news and information. What if it's like Galaxy Quest and the aliens uh, here? <gasps> Our podcast. That's oh the God. only. Can we be like Galaxy Quest? That'd be awesome. And they have like a little, disappointed wo- a little wooden table like this <laughs> that they've recreated. Yes. We don't know how to work this machinery. Record <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and Jeff would be like the Tony Shalhoub character. You're <laughs> like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> This is so fun. I love that. Let's do that. Uh, all right. What about you? Were you? No. You're you're a responsible adult. I was at now, work. Right? Oh, shit. <laughs> Just answer the question, Joe. Were like, you or were you not? <laughs> Did you order the code red? <laughs> uh, so I, I love that. I, I, I wrote the note. I'm like, can 25-year-old men get into a high school? Because like, Seth Rogen's dating yes. a high schooler, played by Amber Heard. He should break up with his fake high school girlfriend. Hey, you should break up with your fake <laughs> high school girlfriend. He's dating this girl in high school, and like, there's a twenty. And I wrote the note. I'm like, can a 25 year old guy get into a high school? And then like, almost immediately, <laughs> Joe, Joe Latrulio shows up, and he's like, uh, how'd you get in here? And I'm yeah. like, thank you, thank you for at least addressing that. Uh, another thing was yes. was that like necessary because it's necessary. Not, was it plausible? It's not. It's it seems more believable though that. Like in Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. Scott dating Knives Chow. Yeah. Why is that, to me, <laughs> like with the uniform and everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, so why is that easier for us to swallow, the Scott Pilgrim Knives Chow thing, than this? Because he was only like, tw- he was 22, right? Yeah. 22. Um, 22, Kim. And he was 22. stuck in this Arrested Development, not the TV show. But he was in that TV Yes. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Yes, it was George Good Michael. On me. <laughs> Good on me. Because I got high. Because I got high. A little more plausible. Um, plus, I, I I see a a young Chinese girl. Yeah, uh, you not do. even Chinese. <laughs> I see. It. Yeah, like, yeah, I close my eyes. No, you you see uh, you know how like high school girls. Like, Jenna counting Japanese. Today. <laughs> um, Itchy. Put this kimono on. Son. Um, <laughs> hey man, I love their I'm cars. More, I, I'm more relaxed than you. I'm wearing a kimono. What are you wearing? <laughs> I do love that scene. <laughs> Look at this. You brought us back to the movie. I did. I yeah, to take us away. Um, yeah, pl- plausible because you know um, uh, I could see her having a crush on on a slightly older guy. I I see no reason why Amber Heard would be attracted to Seth Rogen or a, a man in period because she's a lesbian. What? No, she's married to Johnny Depp. No, not really. Well, was she <laughs> she married to those two uh, Pomeranians Wasn't that she tried to sneak into Australia? This. We talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Amber Heard a lesbian? I mean, everybody goes through a sexy phase. <laughs> you went through a sexy phase? <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? It so didn't many... mean anything. <laughs> didn't mean anything? <laughs> uh, well, I'm a little bi-curious. Yeah, I was a little bi-curious. I'm sorry. This is right. Now we're going to just turn into like... How many Joel, Scott Pilgrim let's, references let's per capita? Let's just start reciting Scott Pilgrim. And go. Once upon, <laughs> upon a time, time in, in the land of Toronto, Canada. Magical land? Well, now we're, we've already we fucked, already fucked up. it up. We already fucked it up. And edit. <laughs> time to suck the day's dick. <laughs> <laughs>
So yeah, I don't I don't see why she would be attracted to Seth Rogen. Like he, it's not like he's a looker. It's not like he's successful. What does <laughs> she? Like I want my parents to see meet in this you. guy. Yeah. He's sexy. You want your parents to see I'm sexy? <laughs> His delivery. I I I love Seth Rogen. I I didn't. I, I admire. It's him. So weird. Like I didn't like him in this movie. I really wasn't. A, I I thought it had funny parts, but no. not coming back to it. I'm like, oh my god. Like he's totally fucking hilarious in this movie. They're both fucking hilarious in this movie. Uh, and there definitely is a it, it perks up. Once you get into that apartment with uh, James Franco. Yes. And he's watching 227. I <laughs> love that. He's got his media entertainment center, which consists of a radio. What does he say? Like, two TVs two and a radio. Two TVs and a radio. <laughs> he's like, very cool, man. <laughs> two TVs and a radio. Which is funny because uh, that whole, it felt, uh, it, 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 it reminded me of college. It hits close to home. It very much we've, so. We've we all, all know. We Well, we all know or we've all been in that situation yeah. where we've gone to, to, to procure some, some yes. recreational to, to score, material. as the children call exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, and you're stuck having awkward conversations. Yeah. What's, with- <laughs> what's the right amount of time to stick around? You, you don't want to do it in 90 seconds, but you don't want to linger for an hour. You I just kind of want to. I love when the minutes. other guys show up and they're only there for like five seconds and he's like, fucking lingerers, man. <laughs> no, they like never know when to leave. And like Seth Rogen's like, uh, I wonder if he's talking I, about me. I like, hear you, man, loud and clear. I'm out of here. <laughs> Poor guy's trying to get out and of there. And he's like, you want to get high and looked at fucked up shit on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> and that joint that they smoked, that cross, the cross joint. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, I, I guess that would work. It seems, uh, I think the science checks out. Would it? <laughs> Maybe. But I if, don't know that you're going to get any more than you would. those two babies fucked, <laughs> that's what this would be. <laughs> it's a funny movie. I'm glad I revisited it. Because I'm like you, man. I was not going to go back and revisit it. I, I, I didn't feel like the laughs were uh, often enough yeah. to uh, to warrant another viewing. But uh yeah, you just kind of got to get, get to know their style. Well, because and fast forward through the uh, Rosie Perez scenes. The Rosie Perez parts. There's mm-hmm. some stuff that made me sit and think, like, you know, things that kind of took me out of it. Like how liberal the Seth Rogen, Dale, his that character, right. how liberal he is with just, like, smoking fucking weed out in the open. Yeah, you know, driving. in his car, mm-hmm. smoking next to a fucking gas station or whatever yeah, where he they sold fucking, the kids pot. They, they sell weed to minors. <laughs> And then not and not the Chilean kind. No, like yeah, not, not the fun ones. <laughs> the, the the underage minors. Yeah, I like that. How that one little kid is just such a dick. To him, <laughs> I love though. that they keep calling him Chachi, <laughs> and he's like, "Who the fuck is Chachi?" <laughs> he calls him Zapped at one point. I'm yeah. like, "Oh, that is some amazing reference yeah. work." Yeah, anybody who doesn't know who Scott Bayo is would have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, no, there's there's a lot of fun parts when they when they're in the the woods and they're waiting. For to go and go see red or whatever, yeah. and they end up getting paranoid about their phones being tapped or whatever. <laughs> but see, now here's the thing: this yeah, okay. is the weird like you were just leading me into this. This is the weird progression where okay, so Dale's character mm. sees the um, the Ted Jones character and the Carol, the female cop character, mm-hmm. uh, Rosie Perez. He sees them kill a guy. Yeah, he's there to serve them papers. It's night. He's parked out front. He's yeah. he's smoking some of the some of the new pineapple. We should mention Pineapple Express Pine- is the name of the weed. That uh, oh, James that J- Franco, and he's the only one in the city that has it. That's right. So he he witnesses a murder, mm-hmm. but it's like somebody in Ted Jones's house. Yes. So <laughs> wide open, well lit house. A very very well lit house. Glass windows, glass walls all around. But it's it's his home mm-hmm. where he could clearly claim like self defense or whatever. Sure. Uh, but he witnesses this guy get killed, mm-hmm. and then like. <laughs> 
is he's trying to Austin Powers his way yeah, out I love from that. between two cars while coughing the fucking weed fumes. Uh, uh, and he, he gets out of there and throws the joint out the window. Right. Gary Cole uh-huh. and Rosie Perez come running out of the house. Yeah, because they see him they screech see off. They see him screech off. They watch, and Gary Cole sees the, the, the roach on the ground, yeah. goes over, picks it up, takes a fucking drag, and he's like, Pineapple, Pineapple Express. Express. Yeah. What? I know that weed anywhere. What? Yeah, a little tenuous, the would you here. Would you know weed just by just by puffing it? Like, would you know what kind it is? I wouldn't. I, every time. Like, they always have to give the names. Jeff over here is nodding his head. Sorry about that. I, I was trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, dude, of course. I can't even tell. What are the two different types? It's like. Fucking Acapulco Gold, man. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's the two kinds, right? It's like sativa. There's swag. What's, what's the other? No, 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 no. I mean, like, there's, there's the body high and the head high, right? What is it? Sativa and what's the other one? Indica, thank you. Oh my god! <laughs> For scientific purposes, exactly. And uh, and I can barely tell the difference between those two. Like I'm like, okay, it's all just kind of. You know what? And maybe that's... there's only one way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why today on this special episode, <laughs> we are getting stoned, celebrating 420. No. So when the lion <laughs> roars the third time, <laughs> the lion put on Pink Floyd's The Wall. And we have especially designed this podcast to sync up to the Wizard of Oz. Do you know, okay, one, I've got that. If you've ever wanted to, like, watch that. I've I've, done that. I've I've got it. I did uh, it recently. But but I have it all synced up. Like, I have it all ready. Already pre Oh, you have it, like, in one file. It's all pre You don't have to stand there with your finger over the CD player. And did you also know that you could match up uh, David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust with The Last Starfighter? Ah, no, I didn't know yes, that one. Yes, you can. It's got the word star right in there. Yeah. Somebody- uh, Way to go. We could put it with Star Wars, too. D- I was just going to say, did you see that article? Or maybe Stargate. Somebody uh, is now synced up Pink Floyd's uh, The Wall to uh, The Force Awakens and, <sighs> and claim that there are some similarities. Well- To which I call bullshit, because I watched the also, first five you minutes. You could also sync it up with the first, the original Star Wars. Guys, it just doesn't work. The Wizard of Oz was one of George Lucas's influences That's when he true. made that movie. But none of these work. I'm here to I'm here to dispel the rumors. Uh, I, I've I've seen it several times. Damn, Jeff. That's <laughs> don't be blaming your burp on him. <laughs> I was just gonna let that slide too. Um, electric slide. That's right. I was gonna electric slide. <laughs> slide to the left. This is what it sounded like. Slide to the right. Everybody, clap, clap your, your hands. Hand. Let's go to work. I fucking, um, I will, oh my God. Listen, if, if you're an Editing Bay listener and uh, you've just gotten engaged uh, and you're going to- Like you did with Jenna. No, Congratulations. Fuck you, no, it didn't happen. Fuck you. Um, maybe. Someday. We'll see. Uh, oh, and you're going you heard to- heard it here, guys. <laughs> pre-announcing it. Follow Twitter. You'll know first. Uh, what was I saying? I don't know. God. Everybody got, clap your hands. Because I got Oh, please Dude. do not let the DJ play that song at your wedding or, no. or event or, or any event. function. Yeah. Please. Never. Please, for the God. Don't do that one, and don't do, what is it called? The cherub or the whatever? The, the Cupid Shuffle? The, yeah. The cherub. The cherub. The, the cherub cupid, Shuffle. The cherub Shuffle. That's the generic version of that song. That's the Muzak version. It's the, the one you get at Walmart. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's like if you try to get like the generic version of like the Star Wars theme soundtrack, and yeah. it's like... <laughs> Famous uh, star fights. <laughs> it's, it's like Toby's Toby's gay men's choir, you know, like doing the Star Wars theme. Duel of the laser swords. <laughs> la, 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 la. Like that's what you get. It's too close. Uh, they used to do that with wrestling soundtracks. Where what? You couldn't actually get, when they weren't marketing the actual soundtracks for yeah. like wrestler intro themes, they would have like songs from the squared circle and it would be like some guy <laughs> with like a, you know, some music program on his computer just doing like chiptune versions of those songs. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've bought one of those CDs before. 
It was horrible. Was it sativa or indica? It was indica. It was an indication that oh. I got the wrong fucking CD. Nice. Ah, yes. Um, so a lot of uh, a lot of Jeff Goldblum talk in this movie. I thought that you would enjoy. I did enjoy. <laughs> you were like every time you say that Jeff Goldblum, I think of Joel. I'm like Joel. There you are. I had to defend him. But she was like, "Your Jeff Goldblum uh, impression almost made me pee my pants." <laughs> and he, he comes back with, "I wish." <laughs> like, I, I love the, the reaction on his face. Like, like that's what? A weird thing to <laughs> say. And that's, I think, one of the things that over time now, and I can go back and watch this movie yeah. and appreciate. Like that's one of the things Seth Rogen like does really well. Just the like. Huh? I'm telling you, why? What? Really impressive individual. Get past the crazy laugh. Get past the the pot humor, whatever. Um, here's a guy. Here's a guy. My John Madden, who um, like r- what? Right out of high school. I don't know if he went to college, but like started writing scripts and directing shorts, and now and producing acts like produces. huge shows. He's producing Preacher and I, producing uh, The Boys now. Another Garth Ennis comic book. I think he's got a pretty good track record too. I think uh, on average, the quality of his output uh, is is better than 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 most. I would yeah. say. What did you think of This Is the End? I love This Is the End. Love This Is the End. <laughs> what about the Neighbors? Well, I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen Neighbors? No, because he didn't write or direct that, right? He's just starring in it. He's produced it. He produced it. Neighbors 2's coming out soon. That's right. I heard about that. Oh, Chloe Moretz. Oh, really? Playing a a sorority girl. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. that, She's going that way. This is like when Hilary Duff started doing uh, sexually charged Oh, my God. That one movie she did with John Cusack, Lord of War or whatever, where she puts a scorpion in her pants. What? Have you not seen that? No. Oh, my God. I know the film you're talking about. Hilary Duff. She totally has like this... This Lizzie McGuire or War Inc. Maybe it's War Inc. Oh yeah, that's the one but, with Nicolas Cage. But no, no, no. Nicolas Cage was in Lord of War. Uh, John Cusack was in War Inc. Yes, and she does the whole like scorpion in my pants thing in the John Cusack. Wait, I don't even know what that means. Is that a thing? She puts a scorpion in her pants. To what like, end? She's dancing and she puts a scorpion in her pants. Okay. I don't know to what is end, Joel. Is this a thing that kids are doing nowadays? I, You're saying it like I'm supposed to know what no, a scorpion I'm in just, pants means. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker, you got a spider on your motherfucking head. Scorpion in the pants is worth I don't know two that, in the bush. That, what is that, some kind of slang thing? What does that mean? Two in the bush, you see it what means, I did there? Yeah, I was trying to get past that. <laughs> I won't let you. So, all right, War Inc. Just yeah. check it out sometime. With John Cusack. I've never seen the whole movie. That was just a weird clip that they showed once on like the late show. Hmm. Hillary <laughs> that Duff. was how she was promoting was, the film. That's it. She was dancing. Hey, and everybody. Just dropped his... Jeff, do you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen it? See, yeah. thank you. All right. Man, you've I'm, turned like a 10-minute bit into something that was just supposed to be a mention. Well, let's go back to Jeff Goldblum then. Let's go back to Pineapple Express. I like that even better. <laughs> so, I want to ask you this. Okay. Uh, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> don't hurt me no more. <laughs> I don't know what oh, the, Damn it, I thought no we were going to get through... Lover. You can't get me started on a song, Joel. Mm. Uh, all right, so you've got these two protagonists, yeah. which are are they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty sympathetic. Oh you know, yeah, we, oh, we James can, Franco. We, we could totally connect with them. You feel sorry for the guy; he just wants a friend. But they totally pull a Lone Ranger, mm-hmm. and even though like I really like the Lone Ranger, but this is something we talked about on the Lone Ranger podcast. Yeah, that like about two thirds of the way through the movie, maybe even maybe maybe even more than that, they suddenly just have a falling out. Like they just right. They 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 fight for the sake of fighting just so we could split up the could character. have been explained in a it, short conversation. It doesn't feel organic at all mm-hmm. the way that they do it. Um, and, and I was curious what, what you thought about that. If the, if it bothered you as much as it did me. No, what what bothered me more was uh, not so much that relationship, but the fact that Danny McBride. I I, I feel like 
In the original script, Danny Mc- so Danny McBride plays a not a rival drug dealer, but he's the dealer who James Franco gets his shit from, right? And uh, he's he's today how today they- is my cat's birthday, <laughs> and I'm making him a cake. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's a pretty good impersonation. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's there. Like he was just supposed to be a, a, a stop on the road. Yeah. I don't know that I feel like there was a there was a focus group that happened. And they really liked red. Everybody responded to uh Danny McBride and like we we want more red. Uh-huh. And so they went and reshot. But then they he's there for the rest of the film. Like he, he goes from being one of the bad guys. not a bad guy, but he's certainly an antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, that that fight is so fucking brutal in his apartment. Yeah, yeah, that's it's one of my favorites. So it just keeps going brutal. on and on. It never stops. But I love that the, there's a part where they break in the door. He's in the bathroom, mm. and they break in the door and they land on him, and they're like fighting and stuff. And he's like, "Time out!" They're like, "Okay, time out, truce, time in." Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> "Just kidding." <laughs> Uh, that it's it's such a fun fight, it, but it's so hyper violent. Yes. But it, and it, the way the way it starts, where he throws a fucking ashtray at Seth Rogen, <laughs> and and this is where I first noticed like Seth Rogen randomly shouts out the uh, his motivations, like he shouts out a word, his motivations. Oh, yeah. for everything he does, like That's... he runs. Oh no, actually, it happened in the scene before this when they're in the woods and mm-hmm. he's running away. They don't know what they're running away from, and he's just running. He's like ah car. And he gets in the car. <laughs> or when they're fighting, he's like, ah, uh, the toilet. <laughs> he throws uh, the phone in the toilet and he goes, flush. <laughs> like He, just he does says, do that. Yeah, he does that throughout this entire movie. He narrates. Um, He'd be good on Sesame Street. He, he, maybe he's been on Sesame he Street. He would try to smoke the grouch. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? The the the, the grouch. Is Oscar grass? Because he's, well, he looks like it, doesn't he? He no, looks, he's he, green. He's in a trash can. So is Kermit the Frog. You want to smoke him too? Well, first of all, Kermit the Frog is not on Sesame Street, okay? Yeah, he is. Get your Muppets he right. He used to be on Sesame Street. I'm like a cameo. He was, he was a reporter. There's a crossover. What? Yeah. This remember? Kermit to me. T. Frog here. He, and he would report on, on, on things. Sesame he was like Street? The, yeah, he was a news correspondent on Sesame Street. Picture I suggest happen. you learn your fucking Muppets, sir. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't, it's not canon. I don't believe it. It's 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 totally. Did canon. you see the new Muppet that they he introduced? was on? He was on Sesame Street before they did the Muppet Show. What? I didn't know it had been around that long. Yeah. I've never seen him. Won't you tell me? You know what? Another thing. I'm just making up that fact, by the way. You son of a bitch! <laughs> <I> was <like. laughs> but was he really though? Was he really on? He was on Sesame Street. Okay. Yeah, I don't recall yeah. that. I mean, there's a lot of crossover. Yeah. Well, well Robert Downey John Jr. John Oliver was on Sesame Street this past weekend. That's right. Would you say he was an original cast member? No. Yeah. He wasn't on every week. No. <laughs> Would you say Whoopi Goldberg was a part of Star Trek? No. She wasn't on every week. Yeah, I would say that. They would have ge- special guest appearances she was, on she The was, Next Generation. She was uh, Guinan. Guinan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost said a Guinan, <laughs> the villain from The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Oh my gosh, yes. A Guinan. Oh, uh, man. She, wasn't she also one of the voices in the, the Captain Planet cartoon? Was she? Yeah, wasn't she like Gaia? Ooh. Yeah, I think she was Gaia. Sounds about the right. The spirit of Gaia. Hmm. Yes. She was a, a <laughs> leg- jackal. She was the legend, the of, legend of mana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start naming like square soccer. <laughs> she was one of the jackals. Yeah. Her and Cheech. Cheech Marin. Yeah, and, who did uh, a bunch of stoner movies like Pineapple Express. Oh, I see what you're trying to do. I'm going to thwart your attempts <laughs> you're to not bring gonna us let back me, to this film. You're not going to let me do that? No, uh, but yeah, so Danny McBride, I, 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 while I applaud more of him in this film, <laughs> he it seems like an afterthought. That they wrote him in, and then that, that he's there until the very end. That whole that last scene, dude. The last <laughs> with them in the diner. The, the, the it's like them recapping the entire movie. Yeah, hey, like, remember they, that time they, they are sitting there stoned, <laughs> recapping everything that just happened in the movie. So fucking unnecessary. Yeah, but I kind of like when they get to the point where like Danny McBride like 
they think he's dead. And he yeah, wakes he wakes like, this oh. dude has taken two gut shots, and they still haven't taken him to the hospital. I know, I know. And he's, he's got like, the neck brace on. He's like, man, I, I call an ambulance. I'll take you to the hospital. They could save your life right now. <laughs> he's like, no, man. Uh, my time's over. My time's over. He's like, I want to come back reincarnated. He's like, that's bad karma. You can come back, you're going to be like a fucking roach or a fucking anal bead. Or <laughs> Who's anal bead? If you, do something, if you do something heroic, you come back You come back as a fucking dragon. An eagle. Or an eagle <laughs> or a fucking dragon. And he's like, so which one do you want? I don't know. I kind of maybe take the anal bead. <laughs> yeah, who, who's anal bead? Mine. It's oh, <laughs> not so bad. Uh, no, he's, he's like, I'll go with the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> This is fun. We're just but again, reciting dialogue. No, but you're movie. right. But what's happening is we're thinking about our favorite parts of this movie, and they all have nothing to do with the plot. No. And in fact, the film itself kind of abandons its own plot about actually, halfway through. Yeah, it does. The it, Amber Heard character, the the high schooler, his fake high school girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole... Okay, so... The whole bit with dinner at her house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Ed Bigley Jr. is her father. <laughs> and uh, of course, through some circumstances, Seth Rogen shows up high there and uh, dirty. This is after all the shit has hit the fan. And he's trying to convince, we're not safe here. We got to go, man. We got to <laughs> get your shit. Let's, we got to go to the woods. You sound like a Muppet. <laughs> <You're> like, yes. <laughs> no one can do a Seth Rogen impression. <laughs> that should be a contest. I can Every now and then I can evoke his laugh. No, today is not that day. Today is not this day. <laughs> this day we fight. So, yeah, he goes, we're Ed Begley Jr. I just love the open on them in the house. And he's like, I'm going to wait one more minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to eat food. I don't care. You could sit there with your clean plates, but I'm going to go. I'm going to eat, and I'm going to take my food into the other room right. and check emails. <laughs> He's funny. But then there's a whole subplot where, like, he convinces them it's not safe. Uh, well, they get shot at, right? So now they have to check into a hotel. There's a very touching scene where Seth Rogen calls Amber Heard. And oh, my like, God. Yeah, I love you. I love He's, you like, too. ugly crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like. He says she says something about marriage, and he's like, "Oh wow, I have ma- I have made a huge mistake. <laughs> I apologize." He's like, "You're I'm more mature than you. I'm a, I'm a man. I, I'm totally I'm way more mature." So then, but I think that might be the last time we see Amber Heard in this film. Yeah, and it's like halfway through, I and I'm waiting for the. So I thought maybe like, oh, the unrated cut. No, we get to see like what happens. Exactly, we get a callback. No. We never see the family again. We never see her again. She's never mentioned. A- am I wrong? Did I miss something? Nope. No, they never mention her again. It's almost totally as if- Totally fucking dropped. It's almost as if like, they wrote her out because they couldn't get her back or there were problems on the set. Johnny Depp scooped her into his arms. That's right. Johnny, Johnny Depp. And they're two Pomeranians what flew to fuck? Australia. What is Johnny Depp thinking? She's like, he's way out of her league. Uh, uh, more like- wh- Wait, what? She, I think he's way out of her league. Out of her league? Yeah. Uh, she's she's a cute girl. Eh. Yeah. Eh. She's just not bringing a lot to the eh. table. I thought she was fine in this, actually, though. Yeah? Yeah. Did you, did you like her better in this or in Drive Angry? Well, since I had not fe- seen that film. <laughs> See, there you go. Or hitherto okay, uh, no, never known mind. of it. Never mind. Knew of it's, it existed. It's a Nick Cage movie. It's almost like- Another it's one? Okay, get this. It's like <laughs> Ghost Rider, but in a car instead of a motorcycle. Where Nick Cage is his like, head on fire? He's no, his head isn't on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a, be, a, be a lot cooler but, if he was. But his heart is. Oh, he's got a heart on. Did fire. you say his heart? His heart his, on his is on heart fire. on fire. Wow. <laughs> I once drove a car onto a train <laughs> while it was on fire. Not, Not the, the car. car. I was on fire. <laughs> Guys, you haven't seen Spy with uh, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> once had this um. 
tore off and I reattached it with this arm. <laughs> I don't think that's medically possible. <laughs> More movies that we're fucking, reciting that aren't this movie. Fucking Jason Statham in Spy is out fucking standing. He's got to do more comedy. It's so good. More Statham. Um, I agree. So, no, I, I do agree with you, though, Like that she just totally gets written off. Yeah. Uh, almost like the writers were like, oh, wait, fuck, we need to get back to this thing with like these. I, but did they? I feel like... I feel like the whole, like, I'm getting chased by a bad guy, like the, the mistaken identity or I saw something that I wasn't supposed to see, yeah. it works, but I don't think this movie refined it, No, if that makes any sense. Like, I think that it should have been the driving force behind this movie, but for, like, a good 45 minutes, it gets forgotten. And maybe not a continuous 45, but for 45 minutes of this movie... You don't. You're not focusing on what's going on. What's supposed to be motivating them and driving them? Yeah. I mean, they're getting hunted down by criminals, and they're out in the fucking open selling weed to kids because they want to get bus tickets. Yes. Why the fuck? Like, what happened? Like, where? How far did James Franco go <laughs> to go get fucking snacks? Like, why didn't he go with them? Yeah. It was just so he Seth could get Rogen caught, could get arrested, we could separate them. Mm-hmm. And now I did love that cop character. That woman, (laughs) she's great. She's really good, and I love that she's like, you know what? I knew something was fucking up. Like, I love the fact that there was a character that was willing to believe him Um, based on nothing. I think I know who that bitch is. Mm -hmm. Based on nothing, and the fact that that gets fucked up. Uh, it's it's a fun movie. It harkens back to stuff like the Blues Brothers. It harkens back to some stuff like the the original, like Up in Smoke. I enjoy it and, and enjoyed it so much more this time around, despite the nitpicks that I'm throwing out here right yeah. now. I really had a great fucking time watching this movie, even though it took five hours to watch it. How would you compare this movie to the Kevin Smith stuff? Uh, oh, now by Kevin Smith stuff, are we talking Jane, Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah, something like, or... yeah, like Jane, Silent Bob Strike Like, because... Uh, <sighs> I wouldn't quite say, and, and Jeff and I have talked about this, where, yeah. like, is Clerks a stoner movie? I kind of think it is, but at the same time, I huh. think you also can appreciate it for what it is when you're sober. But I feel like there's a bit, there's something to Clerks, because I've watched it stoned. So, to <laughs> me, there's something to Clerks where, like, it's little, like, bite-sized pieces yeah. that kind of make a complete story. And that makes it easy for me to, like, kind of, like, oh, yeah, this is, this is the part where she fucks the dead guy in the back. So basically you don't have to piece a lot of plot points together. Is yeah. that what you're saying? That's what makes a good stoner movie? Um, is if your attention span is ten but, minutes long. But then you've got Mallrats. Yeah. Which I wouldn't quite call a stoner movie. Mm, it's no. just a teen sex comedy. Uh, Chasing Amy is obviously not a stoner movie. So nope. if we want to start with what the stoner comedies were yeah. for Kevin Smith, it would be Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I would even throw Agreed. Dogma in there. I would too, just because it fo- the main characters are are stoners. What about Zach and Mary? <sighs> See, it's it's hard to like. Where do you draw the line? I feel like in order to to cl- be classified as a stoner movie, the film has to center around like weed has to be a plot point. It can't just be right. a vehicle that gets okay. you. you can't ju- you can't just have characters in a regular movie who happen to smoke pot and okay. now it's a stoner movie. Okay, Pineapple Express is about pot. Yeah. Half baked is about pot. Like okay. those are Cheech and Chong movies are all about. Okay. Bud, the kind of bud. Okay, so let me let me rephrase my question then. Okay. And comparing this movie to other stoner comedies leading up to this, yeah. like something like Half Baked, uh, I'm still going to throw Jane Silent Bob Strike back. Sure, in. yeah. Um, and, and what else? What other stoner movies have we enjoyed in the past decade? Jeff? Hey. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I listed mine. Wow. Half Baked is still a classic for me. What about Dazed and Confused? Okay, there you go. Uh-huh. Uh, even that's more of a... It's a coming-of-age story. It it's is a coming-of-age like coming story. story. And we can't even say something like Wet Hot American Summer. 
because people are getting high in you that know movie. I'll, but I'll, it's I'm, there's a lot of pot going on in Days and Confused, though. I yeah. think I think if you remove that element from it, uh, it, it, it's not the same film. So yeah, that's if a stoner you, you movie. You remove the pot from Days and Confused, and you have Toy Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Not small soldiers. Not small soldiers, guys. Used. Toy soldiers. That movie would have been a lot better with pot. We need to find another. We need to do like Kurt Russell's soldier. You ever next. seen the small? <laughs> Universal soldier. Universal soldier. <laughs> People be like, which fucking one are they talking about? You ever seen soldier? How does you this ever one seen soldier? How does on weed? <laughs> you remember the John Stewart character from no. Half Baked? Oh, we should have done no. that. We. Uh, well, how does this one measure up to you? Uh, no, yeah, I, I I put it up there. I I, I feel like it's seventy five percent successful. It's a great buddy comedy. It's a great, a uh, lot of good laughs, a lot of good physical comedy. Uh-huh. But it doesn't talk down. You know, this isn't a, this isn't an Adam Sandler comedy where people are getting. Man, you know what? They were showing Fifty First Dates on TV, which probably my favorite Adam Sandler film. I still haven't seen it. I think it's sweet. It's got a lot of heart. It's it's. It, I even laughed out loud at uh, what's his little hanger on buddy who shows up in all of his movies. Adam Sandler. Oh, uh, the less talented Rob, the, Rob yeah, Schneider. Yeah, the American Gigolo. No, what's his name? Rob Rob Schneider, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Deuce yeah. Bigelow. Male Gigolo. Male Gigolo. That guy. He had a couple of moments where I like laughed. I, I thought it was a su- wow. successful movie, but I have to say, they still had to throw in some Sandler like bits uh-huh. to kind of keep the the traditional Sandler audience. Here's the eighties music. They'll be Here's in, like the weird thing. Not even that, but just like. He's got to punctuate each scene with like some physical comedy or some dookie humor, or oh, you know okay. what I mean. It's like it, <laughs> yes. he didn't have enough faith in it to just kind of live on its own. <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> What's that smell? Dookie, <laughs> dookie. <laughs> Listen to our No Holds Barred episode, and you will get that joke. Uh, what was that about a year ago? June yeah, of 2015 with, with Danny from MVP. Check he it out. Joined us Subscribe on iTunes. Rate yes. us. Um, <laughs> Tell your friends. So um, I feel like. Oh, all that to say, so Adam Sandler, uh, successful for the most part, uh, but he's always got to have the, those moments. Yeah. Uh, and and this the Seth Rogen movies aren't like that. They, they kind of respect the audience a little bit more. Now, having said that, I feel like they got caught up in their plot a little bit. I yeah. felt like all those scenes with Rosie Perez and Gary Cole... Uh, could have been shortened, uh, either either heightened them, l- let them live in that same universe exactly where they have the they, same. S- they, feel. they didn't live in the same universe as as Seth Rogen and James Franco. Yeah, they were in somewhere somewhere else completely. And I just found myself wanting those scenes to be over, and let's get back to the actual movie, which is these two guys and, and their misadventures. Yeah. So we finally get to the end, mm-hmm. and we're in this farmhouse. Oh, Jesus. Uh, bloodbath. Where, where the, yeah, this bloodbath. And we haven't even talked about, like, fucking, uh, yeah, there's the, what, what's his name, from The Office and Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson's in this thing. And that other guy. Who's amazing. <laughs> he's so fucking good. It's the first thing I saw him in. I didn't realize he was, like, a funny guy. Because yeah. he's kind of menacing in this. He, he is. Yeah. Um I love when he tells James Franco, he's like, get your sexy ass up. (laughs) Like, just every once in a while, he throws a little something in this, and you're like, is he, what? I know. For for real? Kevin Corrigan is the other guy. Kevin Corrigan, who you've seen in, uh, you know, Superbad. He's the guy that got pissed off at the kids when- He's got a beard. Yeah. Um, So, so fucking good. But the, uh, the, this thing breaks down, where it's finally, like- Fucking the, the Asian mafia yeah. show up. Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong, who doesn't really Bobby do Lee. anything in no. this. But playing characters Bobby and Ken I, in, yes. the, in the credits. I noticed that. Uh, they come in and they just start, like, basically they're the equalizers right. that keep the playing field even for James Franco and for uh, for uh, uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. So we've got this, like, 
it's suddenly a crazy hail of bullets and bombs. Dark, and man. there's a fucking fist fight between Gary Cole and Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. A fucking that goes on forever. Uh, uh, <laughs> James Franco does like the fucking flying tiger uppercut on Rosie Perez. Yes, I love that. Kicks her in the crotch and then gives her the flying tiger uppercut. Violence to women, always funny. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I felt the I guess, same way. I guess though, when you play the character of James Franco the way that you did, where he's like this completely, you know, he he's victimizable by everybody. Yes. So nice way of saying. maybe it kind of works that she's this badass cop and he's just this weakling and happens to, you know, hold his own. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know if that makes it yeah. better. Yeah. Uh but it, it like this huge explosion like it, it goes it's huge. Like everything that's going on is huge. At some point one of the characters comes out of a vent yeah, in the middle of the field. It's what's his name? Uh who is it Seth Rogen? No. Or uh, James uh, Franco? Uh, it's uh, Danny McBride. Isn't oh, it? Was Danton, was it? I don't think it was. Oh, maybe it was James Franco. So they come out of this vent. Because I got high. And like we drove up to this farmhouse mm. about 10 minutes ago. There was nothing else in this field <laughs> except for this house. And it's the same fucking angle yeah, that yeah. they're shooting this You're from. Absolutely and suddenly right. there's a vent. I have a problem with shit like that. When, yeah. when we just deus ex machina a vent. Like, here you go, guys. Well, the whole plot, and we were touching on it earlier, which is uh, the fact that... Uh, Gary Cole runs out after uh, Seth Rogen drives away witnessing the murder uh, and, and, and takes a, a hit of the weed and is like, this is my shit. Like, that's a very... I don't know that I fully bought that that plot. Because that, that's what that drives the whole plot. The fact that he knows and he only sold the one guy and that guy and only not only that, Franco, but fucking and that's how Seth Rogen jumps to that conclusion. He's like, that's, I left the roach. He's going to know what kind he, of weed it yeah, is. I would not have... I wouldn't thought have either. Twice about it. I'd have been like, oh shit, man. Yeah. I fucking saw this thing happen. Probably and then, wouldn't have thrown it out the window, though. Like two or three <laughs> hours later, I'd have been dead because his guys would have found me because yeah. I wouldn't have thought, like, oh, he's going to know exactly what kind it is. Would have made an unsatisfying movie. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> maybe this was the right way to go. We would have never gotten to the point where <laughs> where they're trying to get each other free in the cell. Again. And he's like, I'm your best friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm your best friend. Rub your. <laughs> Finish it off in my mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, See, and in an Adam Sandler movie, I would have found that offensive, but here, <laughs> but it was this, done well. Because it's so innocent. I love how Craig Robinson keeps coming and he's like, I can hear every fucking thing you're saying. <laughs> we can see you. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> uh, do you have any other notes on this? No, I really don't. Okay, so what did Pineapple Express do right? What it did right? Uh, th- yes, those jokes, um, it's not even really the jokes. There's not the jokes. It's all in the delivery. It's all in the performance. And this is what I always say. This is why I love Judd Apatow movies. He just he just gets funny people. He gets them in a room. He weaves a, a a loose story. Here's the setup. Here's your character. Now go. And then he just lets them riff. And yeah. and you could take all of the footage from a Judd Apatow film, and you can edit three different films out of it, probably yeah. with the different takes. Yes. Um. And and that's what's funny about this one. It's you, it's rewatchable. Those scenes are rewatchable to me. Uh huh. And, and for me, it's the the little the little bits and pieces, like you said, the stuff that doesn't really serve the story, but like little quotable bits or things that just come out of left field that are still fun. When when <laughs> when Seth Rogen gets back to uh, to uh, James Franco's apartment. And he's freaking out, and he ends up puking. <laughs> Dude, you just puked in my printer. You puked in my printer. <laughs> I did. I puked in your printer. I'm so sorry. Like that shit. I'm like, wow. With like somebody fucking like they were sitting there going, oh, dude, we should totally do this. It's not funny it, on or, paper. No, it isn't. And the fact that it's funny on screen <laughs> is a testament. Oh my god, comedic genius. Uh, what I think, what I think, Pineapple Express did right is um, we well, just said it. 
What? No, there's a little bit. So there's more? I want to hear no, more. No, no, no. I was agreeing with you oh, on okay. like those little bits, but okay. what I think, because <laughs> I get to have a choice too, uh, what I think Pineapple Express did right is our main characters, the casting of our main characters. Yes. The relationship between these two guys, even though you have that forced conflict uh, about you know three quarters of the way in, uh, it's still, they're fun to watch. They're both sympathetic. Uh, you feel for what's going on with them, and you're entertained by them. You love this relationship, and you actually kind of get frustrated when they get to that whole point where they blow up, and you're like, man, that's fucked up. But when they finally come back together, and Seth Rogen's like, no, man, I'm here to help you. Yeah. You're my best friend. <laughs> you're my best friend. I thought that would be fucked up if I was like uh, one of those guys, but it's okay because you're a good friend. You're the best. And it's like to see James Franco come back around, and it's like, oh, it's man, this is totally sweet. Yeah, it's a buddy and film. then they punctuate it with, I'm your best friend. <laughs> I'm your best friend. We <laughs> can get you free. I'm going to get you fucking free, man. Uh, that's why I think it did right. What did Pineapple Express do wrong? Rosie Perez. Yeah. Uh, I'm still confused by her casting uh, because she, she's, she's not a comedic powerhouse. Uh-huh. And, I, and I get playing against type, and I think maybe that's what they were going for. Yeah. Is, uh, it's Rosie Perez. She's a cop. She, she has a funny like, sounding voice. She didn't whine and shit like she does in all her other that's movies true. where she's like, uh, in, what was it? Was it Indecent Proposal? No, that uh, was Demi Moore yeah. that was in that movie. Oh, no, you're she, thinking of. She did something else that was film long. that I cannot remember. Yeah, right now. she did something else. Because I got high. Because, because I got high. Because I got high. Uh, but yeah, she's uh, she she doesn't belong in this film. Mm-hmm. I didn't get her. Yeah. And like you said, even paired up with Gary Cole, he couldn't save her. Yeah. And the one, the the one moment of realism was an outtake uh-huh. from her, and I just didn't I, I didn't get it. And, and it was and I drawn like, out by Gary Cole. Yeah, exactly. Oh I my god, he's uh, so good, man. He's funny. He's, it, even in like the Brady Bunch movies. Or in Dodgeball, when he plays one of the announcers for the Dodgeball game. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, Office Space. He's perfect office in space? that. Office Space? Yeah. So fucking Did you good. see him? They, they brought him back uh, for, for some Office Space commercials. No. Yeah. He's Holy a reprise. I, I think it, I want to say they were Super Bowl ads that they premiered. Hello, Peter. His roles. Yeah. What's happening? I'm going to need you to work on something. I'm going to need you to go ahead. And yeah. <laughs> uh, what I think this movie did wrong was mm. it's way too long. It's yeah. It's too long. Do you agree that comedies should be around that ninety-minute mark? Uh huh. Why is that? Why can't we have a longer comedy? Uh, if be, something's funny, it, it just. Be, but it runs mostly. I don't know. Is it you exhausting? Know, here's, here's the thing. It's a little exhausting. We do get tired of laughing. That's a real thing. But uh, I think that just the the comedies that we get, like especially from Judd Apatow, he's the one that gives us these like two, three hour long yeah. comedy. Funny people. Holy shit! That movie's fucking. It goes on forever. Mm-hmm. It, you got to refine that. You have to refine the comedy because it is one of those things where if you want a successful comedy, you've got to hit. There's got to be a point like every 15 minutes or so, every 15, 20 minutes, you want a big laugh. You know, you want to be building up to it, but you want a big laugh. But when you're making an audience sit for two and a half hours, two hours long, it's a little too long for a comedy. There are exceptions to the rule. I'm trying to think of what those are. Is there a, a, a plus two hour film that's considered a comedy? I don't know that's how successful? long was how long is Role Models? Role Models was one of those comedies that I thought was it's about fucking a, it's about amazing. a buck forty five though. I yeah. think, but yeah, I love that one. Uh, what was the other uh, Paul? Uh, oh God, I love you, man. Yes, thank I you. Love you man. I love really I love you, man. And but that's that that movie too. even runs. It feels like it starts to it yeah. starts to feel its running length, Bec- and it does the same thing too, where it's got that faux conflict between the characters, and then oh, and even culminates in a wedding. Yeah, him running down. <laughs> love the you, aisle. man. Love you, dude. But I love that film. Love I do you, like Brosif. Not enough. Not enough bromances. <laughs> no, that's Hard true. To say. Uh, all right, so that's why I, I think it ran a little too long. That's if we were going to note. if we were going to remake Pineapple Express now, oh. how would we do that? One, two, three. Six, seven, eight. I recast eight people in this film. How about you? 
Ten. Oh, you went a little further. Who I did went, I miss, I wonder? Went a little further. Mm. I don't know. Why don't you start? Okay, uh, you I have, have a theme? theme. I do. I have a theme to mine. Uh, so I'm just going to go through it. Please. This is basically, what if we made Pineapple Express, but it was across the pond? Oh. Oh. So Angie Anderson, this is the Amber Heard character, mm-hmm. be played by Emma Watson. Oh, yes. Uh, her parents, who were Ed Begley Jr. and uh, <laughs> Nora Dunn yeah. in this movie, are uh, going to be played by David Tennant. Who was Doctor Who? I'm familiar. And Catherine Tate, who played Donna Noble, hey. one of Doctor Who's companions. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the uh, Matheson and Budlovsky characters. They were the two hitmen that yeah, were Craig Robinson after. and uh, Craig Robinson, the, the Kevin dude Corrigan. So Craig Robinson character Matheson, played by John Boyega. From <laughs> Finn from Star Wars: The Force That's Awakens. Right. It's so weird to hear him in interviews. Oh, I and love hear it. his accent. I love it. Budlovsky, played by Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> nice. A little bit of a smaller role for him. Mm. Uh, and then we've got uh, another pair. That would be Carol, the female cop, right, and Rosie Ted Perez. Jones. So the Rosie Perez character, played by Freema Aguiman, hmm. who, who is Martha Jones from Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Uh, Ted Jones, played by Jason Statham. <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> oh, that'd be great. see him in comedies. Oh, yeah. Jason Drug Statham. Lord Jason Statham. So now that brings me to my final three. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be uh, Red, the uh, the what's his name? Uh, oh, Danny McBride. Down. Danny McBride. Mm-hmm. Red, played by Andy Serkis. Ooh, interesting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But because he could play that physicality, That's and and he could true. almost kind of be like the English version of a redneck. Dude, that guy can do no wrong. He can do. He can. Except he uh, has a problem zipping up his pants when he does Oscar presentations. What did that happen? Yeah, his zipper was down. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so you think th- he did that on purpose, though? I don't know. Was Maybe that some he sort did. of performance art? He's so art? brilliant. Yes. Uh, so our final character, Saul Silver and Dale Denton, yeah. uh, originally played by Seth Rogen and James Franco. The Dale Denton, Seth Rogen character played by Martin Freeman, mm-hmm. and Saul Silver played by Chris O'Dowd. Oh, interesting. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to go uh, 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 Simon Pegg. No, I thought that would be a little too yeah, predictable it to is, do Simon Pegg. because I came up Frost. with it. So. Uh, exactly and so for the director, the oh. director of Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, oh. Danny Liner. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, good call. I forgot to do a director on this one. Well, you've got Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow's going to direct this movie. No. It would be three <laughs> hours long. Uh, I he, did he already produced it. So the two, the two, uh, the two thugs that are chasing down uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco in this movie, played by Craig Robinson and Kevin Corrigan, as you said, I couldn't get past the fact that uh, Kevin Corrigan looks like a poor man's Oscar Isaac. So yeah. I'm going to cast Poe Dameron in that role. But isn't Jake Johnson a poor man's Oscar <laughs> the, Isaac? Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'll get on Jake Johnson from uh, Let's Be Cops. Uh, and the new girl. How about for Craig Robinson? I'm going to bring a comeback uh, in. It's 2016. And it's Morgan time, Freeman. Time for Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba! To come off of uh, Lightning Jack. And, uh, <laughs> and Boat Trip. And Boat Trip. <laughs> uh, so what that, that failure called Jerry Maguire <laughs> that he won a fucking Oscar for? This, there, there you go. Yeah. He's another one. Yeah. The... the Marissa Tomei Award goes to Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba. Amber Heard, the 18-year-old, the fake high school girlfriend, played by Amber Heard. How about, uh, I looked her up. She's 22 now. Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning. She can do that. Uh, Rosie Perez, Carol the Cop. Uh, Jenna mentioned this when we were watching it the other day, that uh, Rosie Perez kind of has a Leah Remini thing going on. They're both sitcom stars, weren't they? Was Rosie Perez in a sitcom? Was Rosie Perez in a sitcom? I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, she's kind of sassy. A uh, little older. Yeah. You can see her mouthing off. So Leah and Remini. somebody who knows comedy. I love Leah Remini. I do as well. Yeah. She'd be playing opposite uh, the Gary Cole character of Ted Jones. How about this? I'm, I'm kind of proud of this. How about John Malkovich? 
I love it. <laughs> He's bald. Pay that man his money. <laughs> Always wearing a robe. Maybe he can affect a Russian accent. Pay yeah. that man his money. <laughs> it's my mind. That's my jungle. Uh, jungle. John Goldblum. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. John Malkovich and Jeff Goldblum have, have a baby. Inside, it's John Goldblum. Inside Jeff Goldblum. Holy shit. Did you ever Being see him when he, when he guessed on SNL? And he did this, yeah, yeah. that whole bit with Fred Armisen where they're like, we want a calculator. <laughs> no. We want a calculator. Like, that's all they want for Christmas is, did, is it a calculator? Were they playing children? I did five math problems <laughs> on my calculator. I don't know if they're children or not. I'll have to show it to you when we're done. All right. It's not quite as funny when I so, talk about somewhere it. Somewhere people are laughing. <laughs> but not here. Not here. <laughs> the Danny McBride character, uh, speaking of poor man's... Uh, actors. Peekaboo, motherfuckers. <laughs> I found these fireworks in the men's room. Which one of you assholes would like to go light them off with me? <laughs> is that from... That's from... Hot this Rod. Is, is from, from, hot Rod. Thank Rod. you. I know I've seen that clip. How about Zach Galifianakis? Uh, Galifianakis? Sex <laughs> Galifianakis. <laughs> Flex and sex and wax. A long time ago when a Galifianakis <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> I swear I'm not stoned. Um, and then finally, the James Franco and Seth Rogen characters. Uh, I mentioned them earlier. How about Jason Siegel <laughs> as James Franco's Love drug it. dealer? Love it. And then uh, I'm going to go with Jack Black for this Seth Green role. Wow. Seth Green. Seth, Seth Green. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen. Because yeah. I got high. Because I got high. Because I, I like Jack Black. I like him when he does a little more. When he, play, <laughs> when he plays the straight man, he doesn't get to do it very Wonder often. boy. What is the, the secret, secret of your power? So there's my recast. Who's directing it? I don't have a director. Come up with a director. Give me I, 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 Judd Jud Apatow. There you go. Yeah. All right. If you've got any thoughts about Pineapple <laughs> Express, how you would recast it, thoughts about what we would do if we recast it, or just you know some criticisms on what we had to say or the movie itself, you can always talk back to us on Facebook. Again, put the editing bay in the search bar. Find the woman with the bleeding eyes. That is us, and that's where you can talk to us. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It is editingbay.com. Please go there. Bookmark it. Um, it is your your nexus for all things uh, Editing Bay, because we we link out to stuff. We it's link the out, nexus we link of out a crisis to and the origin of storms. Is this Rush? Just the place to hopelessly encounter time. Then came me. I'm going to bring it back to Guinan in Star Trek. Wasn't that the name? <laughs> Of the the thing that was moving through space that Malcolm McDowell was no, trying to get back that's, to. That's 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 um, he was trying to get back to the Nexus in Star Trek Generations. That's Unicron. Don't sit. Next week on the editing bay, Transformers the movie. Uh, we are going to talk about that movie sometime. I'm sorry. So we've got our website. Movie. It's uh, editingbay.com. We link to our Facebook. We also have links to our Twitter handle, which is at the editing blade. The editing, editing blade. At the editing blade. Uh, please follow us. Actually, we've got a lot, a lot of new followers on our Twitter account, so I don't know what's happening. Uh, I think maybe this Twitter thing is really going to take off, it's guys. Take off. I think it's getting kind of popular. You should buy stock now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> um, yeah, so if you get us on your Apple device, 
We'd love it if you went to your podcasting app, uh, which you should be using to download these uh, these podcasts. Mm. Uh, find the uh, the Next Wave Radio Network. Just put in Next Wave Radio. That's going to bring up all of our podcasts. Find the editing bay. Tap on that. And then yeah. give us a five-star rating. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Tap that. Uh, five-star rating and a review would be fantastic because eventually someday we're going to do another live show. Uh, <laughs> and, but uh, it's not this day. After, but not this day. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you could go ahead and do that and then go check out our other shows on the Next Wave Radio Network. Yeah. We've got MVP, the most valuable podcast with Matthew and Danny talking about sports, sports entertainment, kids, because you got one of them's a father, one of them's <laughs> about to be a father. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> um, and then you've got uh, My Comic Life with Jeff and Sam. Neither one of them has children. No. But what they do have are opinions. They have, and, opinions and, about comic books and video games and, and I would movies say and TV shows. A childlike a, disposition. A childlike <laughs> disposition. <laughs> what are you guys talking about this week? Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, it's that wiener, time again, isn't wiener, it? wiener, 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 wiener. <laughs> did you see IO9 did a uh, like a recap video, Mm-mm. basically recapping everything that happened in the last oh, season? Interesting to get everybody up to speed, and it's pretty damn entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I'd, I'd check it out. Is it educational as well? It's it's edutainment. Oh, yes. Uh, sports edutainment. <laughs> <laughs> Water sports edutainment. Oh! <laughs> like it when they pee on me. Ew. Ew. Uh yeah, so you guys are gonna be talking about Game of Thrones, and uh, what do you think? What do you think is going on with Jon Snow? Mm. Uh, I think he'll be back. What? He'll be back. How is that possible? I don't he's even watch popular. the show, and I know. He's too popular. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, Kit Harrington. Are they gonna pull a Glenn from Walking Dead? <laughs> Wait, don't what? don't spoil it. I'm not spoiling. There's no spoilers here. I'm just saying. <laughs> is he dead? Isn't he dead? Who knows? Why would you even wonder? I I don't. Because it makes me wonder. Because I know. Uh, yeah, so check out my comic life. Jesus. Uh, in fact, their latest episode should be up. We've started a new recording schedule yeah. here for the Editing Bay. It's not just so for 4.20. These are going on uh, on Wednesday for for a while. We'll, yes. be, we'll be loading up on Wednesday. The foreseeable future. Um, so, yeah, enjoy. and uh, Talk responsibly if you're listening <laughs> to this episode. What are, we doing? Uh, what, are we, what are we doing next week? Uh, what are we doing next week? Oh, I'll tell you what we're doing next week, Joe. Yeah? Because uh, summer is almost upon us. Summer loving uh, had me a blast. Some would say, if uh, you're a fan of Batman v Superman, that summer is already- I still already... haven't seen that movie. What the hell I is I need going to check on? it out. I, I wanted to see it on Sunday, and Jay's like, <laughs> oh yeah, well, and we start looking up times he's like well maybe we'll check that out later in the week it sounds weird like to say but it's like o'clock. you need to hurry up and see the shitty movie so we can talk about how no, shitty believe it is. me i want to see it like we were when we were at uh at sarah's uh lunch yeah there's anthony dr v was there yeah uh and he had seen it and i wanted to talk about it with everybody and i haven't i haven't seen this fucking movie yet. you know what? it's okay you should you should you, sh- you should hold off until uh redbox or hold Blu-ray on or something. for one more day because things are things are gonna go your way no they haven't because i haven't been able to see this movie yet <laughs> no that is things going this, your this way work schedule trust us this fucking work schedule i hear you man i need to hire a new pro- you know what if anyone's looking for a job <laughs> as a fucking promotions <laughs> coordinator that now? Yeah. in radio right here on the podcast write me because <laughs> i need a coordinator i can't do the job of fucking six people also i need to score a 20 sack so if anybody out there uh, uh, has got a hookup damn jeff just uh send me an IM. Yeah. And use the password. <laughs> the password. Joel's taint. The secure is arugula. <laughs> also known as Joel's so taint. So if you can spell arugula, text me. Uh, we've got a, l- a little film coming out. Maybe you've heard of it. A flim. Has uh, has some, some people avenging things in it. 
or at least captaining. There you go. They're captaining, <laughs> uh, and they're maybe, doing it in America. Maybe they're fighting, Ooh. but in a very, a very uh, humane way. It's, it's, it's a civilized <laughs> war. <laughs> they slap each other with gloves, <laughs> and they uh, challenge each other to duels. In a little film called Captain Box America. Each other about the ears. So in preparation for that, um, I, I had been wanting to do this because so many of these Marvel movies have come out, and it's really it's really a chore. It's homework to watch all these films to prepare for other If you didn't start works. at the beginning. If you didn't yes. start off at the beginning, it is kind of homework. Yeah, there I can are see some how you can be. skip. You could probably skip the Thors and still kind of keep up. Uh, I don't know if you can. I, I was going to say you could Thor sk- The Dark World is actually pretty uh, important to watch yeah? as you lead into uh, Avengers Age Oh, because of, of the whole fucking Infinity Stone yeah. side story? Yeah. I guess so. That's but my least favorite part of these the, movies. I will say the Thor movies are my least favorite of the films. Oh, man, the Infinity stuff is totally what I'm buying into. Yeah? I mean, you kind of have to. The Infinity Gauntlet was one of my favorite stories in comics. Like, and and everybody says that, and I get it. But it's like... Everybody's been, lying, Joel. <laughs> no, no, it I'm was saying, my story. They've been teasing these Infinity Stones for like 12 movies now. And it's like, I'm just ready for the... I'm, re- I'm ready to get there. Yeah. But we're not there yet because yeah. we still have to sit through uh, Captain America... Part three. You say Civil that War. like it's gonna be like the reviews of this uh, movie have been fucking amazing. I have a, I have, I have some, some peeps on the inside that are saying um, best Marvel best Marvel movie, ever. and that's and every that's Captain America order. movie always. It's like, uh, well, maybe questionable for the first one. Like, for I like the first one a lot. For me, Captain America was the best of those Marvel movies the in the first in the first run right. or phase one. Wait, better than Iron Man? Oh yeah. I liked Captain what? America way better than Iron Man. No, yes. really? Yeah, no, for real. Interesting. I liked it better. I thought it was way more stylized. It was fun. That it definitely was. Um, I, I liked Iron Man. It's not like I disliked Iron Man. Huh. Uh, I just kind of felt like it was a it was a typical origin story. Yeah. Whereas Captain America was also an origin story, but it was so fun, and it, it, it captured the spirit of, like, you know, the propaganda films. I and, did love you know, that. The America's Greatest Generation, and, like, they really did a great job with it, and despite like going into the movie I thought it was going to be so distracting with Chris Evans with like the weird computer generated yeah. like thin body and it didn't it, did it, it so didn't well. do that and then you've got like that relationship and I know this is kind of stupid to come back to this like this makes it one of the best <laughs> movies but that Stanley Tucci scene where he's like you know I chose you because you're a good man you yeah. know rem- stay a good man it's got a good I'm heart like, oh my gosh this is and that's the thing when you've got a movie that has a good heart it mm-hmm. has good bones and you build on top of it it's fucking phenomenal, oh. and, and it reads to me way better than something like Iron Man. I love the Iron Man movie, interesting, but Captain America I've always preferred. And then you got fucking uh, the the Winter Soldier, which was like, yeah, it, it was it was the best Bourne movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it was so fucking love good. the way those guys shoot. Yeah, uh, the Russo brothers. So, so so I am looking forward to Civil War, and I have no doubt that it's going to be the best. You know. Of this new crop, I think so too. Well, so I had to remind myself of uh, of what's going on in the Marvel universe because uh, I, I think uh, the the previous event. Well, unless you want to count Ant Man, which I don't think Ant Man's going to be a prerequisite for seeing uh, Civil War. Do you? I, I well, understand the it. characters in it, yeah. But in the same way that Thor was in the Avengers, if you hadn't seen Thor, it wasn't going to ruin it for you. I don't know how, how big his part is. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out. I don't know. But uh, the most recent Marvel movie that I had to refresh my memory with was uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, which came out last year, right? Yes, sir. 2015. It seems like so long ago. It does, but not long enough to where we can't revisit it before we had a baby. Oh, that's right. Yeah. B B B B. <laughs> I was trying to do an ADBC thing. <laughs> Doesn't work with BB. BB8. <laughs> uh, Jenna and I speak in BB8, well, by the that's, way. That's disgusting. It's kind of adorable. Yeah. And, and it will gross you out. All right, so we're going to watch <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron Yay! next week. It's taking us 20 minutes to do this fucking reveal. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do. If you guys uh, haven't seen Age of Ultron, 
uh, check it out. I always feel like I'm saying Age of Voltron. Uh, yes. Voltron. Check that, check that movie out. We're going to be talking about it next week, getting ready for Captain America Woo-hoo! Civil War. Jeff, thank you very much, sir. Yes, thank you. And Joel, always a pleasure. Uh, the pleasure's all mine. I know. <laughs> we'll catch you next week, guys. Thank you. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.